So the question is this, what's dormant in your life? What is dead that needs a Lazarus effect? What is that thing that seems bigger than you to the point where it's crushing your vision? You've been diagnosed with the sickness? Well, me too. I'm here to awaken your life and to ignite your visions by helping you learn how to live an elevated life and beyond your situations. I'm your host, Timothy Griffin, and you're now tuned in to the Living Beyond, the podcast. Family, 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 what is up? What is good? It's your boy, Timothy Griffin, and we are now back with another episode of the Living Beyond the Podcast. Listen, this is season three, episode four, and if you have been listening to the podcast, man, let me know what you think about it so far. Like this far, let me know in the comment section on whatever platform that you're listening from. Uh, Let us know how you've been feeling. Let us know if this podcast has been helping you out, if you enjoy what you've been hearing. Um, Yeah, just interact with us. Let, let me let me hear some of your thoughts. Um, I, I really want to know um, if we have been blessing you with the content that we've been creating. But man, we're about to get into another episode, episode number four, season three. If you've been tuning in, you already know what I'm about to say. Go ahead and grab your favorite snack, your favorite beverage, sit down, buckle your seat, and journey with us in this episode. It's going to be a good one, man. We are still going through the Living Beyond the book. And if you don't have the book, I need you to go right now to www.iamtimothygriffin.com and I need you to go and purchase your copy of the Living Beyond book. I promise you, I promise you, I promise you that book will bless your life, that book, it will allow you, it will help you get through whatever situation that you're facing in life, whether that's sickness, whether that's poverty, whether that's um, mental illness, like whatever it is, like it's going to give you five strong keys on how to live beyond life circumstances, point blank, period. So go ahead and Head on over to my website once again, www.iamtimothygriffin.com, and do that. If you need a speaker, right? If you need somebody to come, you know what? While I'm talking about that, here's a word from our sponsor. <laughs> yeah, I'm your sponsor on today. I'm the sponsor. I'm the sponsor. Listen, if you need any type of creative services for your church, right? If you need any type of creative services for yourself or your business, if you need any type of spiritual development, if you need anybody to come in and do a workshop for your organization, if you need mentorship, if you need a guide on how to live beyond, head on over to www.iamtimothygriffin.com and you can see the services that we offer there. We will be so delighted to help you out with whatever you need as long as we can help you in that area. Listen, if you're looking for any of those services, www.iamtimothygriffin.com. Go ahead and schedule your appointment today. Let's get back into this sh- All right, family. We're back at it. Listen, let's go ahead and jump and dive into this episode. Let's let's talk about it, right? Let's talk about it. All season long, I've been very transparent with y'all, and I'm going to continue to be transparent with you, right? Um, it's, it's crazy, the season, the transition that I am in in life. Um, right now in this point at this time in life, 
I don't know why, but it feels like I'm on like this roller coaster and the drop is like never ending. Um, and I'm not declining mentally. I'm not declining physically, <laughs> like none of that. Right. But it's just like, um, and it's not my faith dropping. I want to clarify. I, I am not going down like mentally, emotionally, physically, none of that stuff. Right. It is just a drop of like uncertainty, like what is about to happen next. So it's like your your your, your stomach is in your chest, your chest is in your throat, and it's like whoa, you you ever been to Carowinds or Six Flags? But let's say Carowinds for example, right? For all my people in South Kakalaki, let's say Carowinds and the Intimidator. That ride, it takes you up. It's just the anticipation of that ride. It is. And then when you get to the top, I'm talking about this is like one of the highest rides at Carowinds. Once you get to the peak of that ride, there is a like a fall that is, listen, I don't know how steep that fall is, but it's like it's so steep. And it feels like when you fall, it is never ending. It's like that, right? I'm going through that tr type of transition feeling in my life right now. But it's all good. It's all good. It's, it's, it's actually building me is building me for something I don't know what it's building me for but I know that it's building me for something special like I told y'all last episode it's all in perspective like the season the transition the point that I am in in life right now the point I'm in life right now like it can either make or break me and a lot of seasons that we go through, not only myself, but us as just human beings, period. A lot of seasons are either going to make or break us. Like one decision can make or break you. You feel me? Like one move can either make or break you. But it's all in perspective. Like somebody can look at what I may be going through right now and not look at it the way that I'm looking at it as in a positive um, sense, right? They can take it and it can lead them to major depression, major anxiety. Like it can lead them to a place that will make them even more uncomfortable. But in the perspective that I've been given, it's actually allowing me to grow in areas that I need to grow in, right? We can always grow in our faith. We can always grow in being like this is probably the most transparent that I've ever been. Right. And it also shows me who's truly in my corner, like who's really for me, who's really not for me. Right. And it's great to have people, friends outside of family, because I already know family go be there. But it's great to know that there are people that are in this world that you have encouraged but now that you need some encouragement, they're able to do the exact same thing for you. Like that is that is a beautiful thing to have in life. Like each and every season is going to show you the true from the false, the real from the fake. Like for real, it really will. It really will. And so this season that I'm in, I have to truly be cognizant to steward it well, right? And in stewarding it well, I have to understand that I have to take the moments that I'm given in this season 
and I have to make the best of them because right now what it looks like is one of those professional painters that we, we, we all see the videos on Instagram, right? As a painter. And he has all this paint splattered like like you, you know he's been painting for a minute because he's covered in paint. But he start painting the canvas and you looking at it and you like, what in the world is that mess? That don't look like nothing. Like, huh? Does does he know what he's doing or is he just playing? Like I used to do stuff like that and can it like when you look at it, you be like, That's the type of stuff I used to do in art class back in elementary. But it's crazy. Because the perspective that we're looking at it is not the same perspective that he's looking at it. <laughs> I'm about to help somebody here. Because as soon as he takes that canvas and he turns it around and he flips it right side up instead of it being upside down. We understand the entire time he was painting upside down. But when you flip it, it actually looks like something. It actually looks like a masterpiece. And that's how it is for a lot of us in life. We journey. We go day in and day out. And we we ask. We be questioning sometimes. Like, Lord, like, you sure about this? Wait, you sure about that? That don't feel right. That don't seem right. This is a little uncomfortable. Wait, I'm supposed to be your child, right? Like, <laughs> I've done, followed everything that you've told me to do. I've been very obedient I've been a leader. I've been a servant. I, I've been trusting you. I've been building relationship with you. I've been praying. I've been fasting. God, what in the world? Wait a minute. Uh, -uh. Ain't no way in the world. Christianity, my, my spiritual life. Ain't no way in the world. My relationship with you is supposed to feel like I am not supposed to go through this being the child of God that I am. Like you start just throwing stuff at him. You're like, huh? But we got to understand the story is only for his glory. Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say it one more time. So we can't stay stuck in the same place. Nah, we can't get complacent with this walk. No, we cannot. He's only adding to the story only to get the glory. Like when you look back at these boys in the Bible, in the New Testament, Old Testament, they always were going through something. Let's use Joseph as an example. Like this man, brilliant. Yeah, the, the second youngest of all of his brothers. And his father favored him. Okay, whoop-de-doo. But at the same time, Joseph like, yo, I just had a dream, my boy. <laughs> like one day I'm a, I'm going to actually be king. I'm going to be ruling y'all. Like, I hate to break the news to it, but one day y'all y'all go bow to me. Like, yeah, I'm going to be big bro then. But Joseph is just speaking from an immature place. Although God gave him the dream and everything he said was going to come to pass. It's like, dang, how in the world you go from dreaming to be a king to waking up in reality to your brothers selling you in slavery? Whew, that don't look right. It don't sound right. <laughs> Nothing about that picture. You being sold into slavery, your your brother's back being turned on you. Like, nothing about that picture says king. Nothing about that picture says ruler. Nothing about that picture says power. Yeah. But nah, man, this man literally went 
from the pit. Oh, you thought I was going to say the palace? No, the pit to the prison. <laughs> yeah. But still, don't you understand when you go from the pit to the prison, you can still have favor in the prison? <laughs> man, it took that man a, a few a few moments, right, just to elevate. And then they made him, because he had so much favor upon his life, they made him the leader of the prison. They gave him authority to run the entire joint. Like, okay, it's starting to add up just a little bit, but it still don't look right. It still don't sound right. <laughs> nah, not at all. How in the world? Ah, I got to make this point. And some of y'all, some of y'all, y'all may not like me for the. Guess what? I truly. We have to stop saying that favor is not fair. We have to. Like, we, we have to cut that out. We. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm not. We have to stop saying that favor is not fair because favor is totally fair. Because if you're saying that favor is not fair and God is the one that gives favor, basically you're calling God unjust. Favor is appointed to the person that chases it. Favor is given to the individual that seeketh it. Yeah, that's why the Bible tells us um, in Matthew 6, 33, right, seek ye first the kingdom of God and then everything Seek him and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. What does this? Everything that will be added unto you sounds like favor. He said, if you do this, I'm going to give you favor in the sight of not only me, but I'm going to give you the favor in the sight of man. So we have to stop as a culture saying that favor is not fair because favor is totally fair. Once you start saying that favor is not fair, you're basically calling God unjust. You're not you're saying that God is not fair. No, he's totally fair. Are you worthy of his favor? Are you worthy of his anointing? So this man, Joseph, yeah, he and uh, he and went from the pit to the prison. And while he in the prison, uh-huh, he there for some he's there for some moments, man. But after a while, after a while, the story as it continues to grow, as it continues to go along, we see that it starts to align. It starts to add up. It starts to make more sense. It's not going to make sense in the beginning. It's not even going to feel good in the beginning. But after a while, you're going to understand that you are built for it. Ugh. That's that's chapter four of the Living Beyond book, man. You're built for it. Every single thing that you're going through in life right now, it is only building you for the next. What is the next? Nah, we don't know. Uh-huh. You, you you may know. You may have a dream like Joseph, right? You've made God's probably shown you something. But majority of us, man, we don't know. <laughs> we just trust in him. Mm-hmm. Lord, not my will, but your will. Yeah, just like Jesus in the garden. You like, man, if if it was possible let this cup pass but nevertheless not in my will but i need your will to be done you're built for it yeah that's why you've been talked about that's why you've been lied on yeah that's why that's why things have happened to you that you don't understand why because you're built for it Mm-hmm. each and every waking moment that you get in life is another 
waking moment to walk towards purpose, to walk towards defining, if you listen to the last episode, defining your destiny. Each and every moment, valleys don't feel good. But David tells us, yea, though we walk through the valley of the shadow, like we shall fear no evil. Like it's easy, it's easy to give God praise and to glorify him and to magnify him while we're on the mountaintop. It's easy to exalt him. It's easy to praise and worship him while we're on the mountaintop. But what, what about when you're in the valley? What does those moments look like? Huh? Yeah, the times where it don't feel good. You want to know how I how I know you're built for it? Because some of us, the truth of the matter is this. <laughs> we're one or two people. We're, we either have a Job anointing. Dang, Lord, how you just... I'm sorry, y'all. I promise you, none. Of, this is why it's unscripted. Because like I say, he be downloading stuff. You either have a Job anointing or you have a... Uh, Jonah anointing. <laughs> you either have a Job anointing or a Jonah anointing. Job, you've been righteous. You've been doing everything. You've been following the book. You've been dotting all your I's and crossing all your T's. And it's like you've just been chosen to go through. Because God know that you're built to handle whatever it is that you have to go through. And then some of us, we're like Jonah. We run away. Yeah, that was my story. I, I've always, growing up, I compared my life to Job, right? But then as I continue to get older and older and older, I start to realize, nah, man, nah, doc. I'm a little like Jonah. <laughs> yeah, that's why I was hospitalized for three months because I was running from something that I was supposed to running to. I was running away from something I was supposed to run to. And so... Some of us got that Jonah-like anointing. It's like we got to be captured. We got to be caught. We have to be taken through the fire just a little bit because we've been running, right? <laughs> to be shaken up a little, to be tossed and turned, to be in the belly of hell, <laughs> only to be spat, on, spat out onto shore to complete the mission that God has told us to complete. But each and every one of them boys, whether it was Job or Jonah, they were anointed so that they were built for whatever it is that they had to go through. You're built for it. You're built for it. Don't allow society, don't allow people to disqualify you when God has already qualified you. Mm-hmm. He qualifies the called, the ones who step into purpose. I dare you. I dare you. We talked about it last week. You defining your destiny. I dare you just to, to define your destiny and step into purpose. And purpose is painful. You cannot have one without the other. In order for you to have purpose, you're going to have pain. And when you have pain, in the midst of it, there's still purpose. 
Yeah, that's why, that's why, that's why it's like Paul being on a ship telling the sailor not to sail out onto shore because there's a storm ahead. And then because uh, the sailor had experienced sailing, he didn't want to listen to a, 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 a person that was not a sailor. So he's sailing out and then the entire boat is shipwrecked and Paul is now thrown onto shore and he makes it on broken pieces, right? And ends up in this city called Malta. And there in Malta, there's a whole lot of foreigners that's looking at Paul. Uh, and, and Paul starts to build a fire. And while he's building a fire, he picks up some sticks and he throws the sticks into the fire. And while the sticks get close to the fire, there is a snake that jumps out of the midst of the, uh, the, the sticks that Paul picks up and bite him. Oh man, that's painful right there. But the Bible tells us that Paul did not say a word, but everybody around, because they saw that Paul was bitten. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because they saw Paul was going through, they said, man, the sea could not swallow this man. Surely the gods, cap, lowercase g, is going to let him die because he has done something evil. We see that he's a prisoner. We saw that he was bound. He was shackled up. But now the snake is about to take his life. I don't know who's done bit you. I don't know who's done turned their back on you. I don't know what season you're going through. Yeah, it looks like you're the underdog. It looks like you shouldn't make it out. It looks like the valley should overcome and overtake you. But in this next season, if you shake that snake off, I promise you, and start to continue to walk in purpose and understand that you're built for it, there's no weapon that's formed against you that shall prosper. I don't know why, but I'm not trying to preach on this podcast because that's not what I try to do. I try to sit here and I try to act dignified. I try to not go there, but I want somebody to know you can never have pain and not have purpose and you can never have purpose and not have pain. They all coincide with each other. And in order for you to see purpose, you're going to go through some pain and everybody pain look different. It looks different. But understand that if there's purpose attached to the pain and pain attached to the purpose, you are built for it. Whatever it is, whatever it is, you are built for it. Mm hmm. Yeah. Continue to look to the hills, man, from what's coming to your help, because, you know, all your help cometh from the hills and not nobody on your level. Not nobody that's walking the same way you walk. Not no one that's talking the same way you talk. Not no one that brushes their teeth the same way you brush their teeth. Yes, God uses human instrumentality, but God will do it himself. Through someone, if need be. But look to him. Don't look to he, don't look to she. But look to him. Because you're built for it, man. You're built for it. Yeah. You built for it. If nobody else received that idea, man, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Living Beyond Podcast, season three, episode four. Until next time, I'm your host. I'm your boy, Timothy Griffin, the one who awaken lives and ignite visions. Go ahead and please like, share, comment, share with your friends and family. And until next time, love y'all.